When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. Get the knowledge you need to advance your mortgage practice quickly and efficiently from Jen Duplessis, America's Mortgage Mastery Mentor with over 37 years of experience and over $1 billion in lifetime fundings. Jen has been mentoring loan officers and realtors for over 15 years and speaking on stages across the globe. So settle in and get ready as Jen and her guests share their experience passion, and strategies to help you crack the top producer code to reach new heights in your business. And now, here's your host, Jen Duplessis, Mortgage Mastery Mentor and Head Chicken Charge of Kinetic Spark Consulting. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to this episode. Good to see you all and hear you all. I am so delighted today because I have two people on this podcast. And actually, you know, in the six years that I've been doing this podcast, I've only had an interview with two people twice. This is the second time. Normally, it's just mono imano or just my own monologue. So really delighted to have two people here with us today. And the first person is Steve Croft, and he is with United Financial Freedom. And Dave Forsgren, who is with Financial Growth Concepts. And we're going to explain why they have these different companies, why they're together here today. And so I'm delighted to have you both. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Jen. It's great being with you today. Great. So I had the great opportunity to meet Dave through a summit. It's so great about, I love the COVID challenge. I mean, obviously we all don't like what's happening to some people, but I mean, for me, it's a blessing. It is an absolute blessing because I've had the opportunity to meet more people than I would have in all of my travels because my travels are really in the mortgage and real estate space. And now I'm meeting people beyond that. So that's really exciting. And we just kind of hit it off and said, hey, let's get you on the podcast and let's share this story. Now I have to be in full transparency. We have also shared this product previously on this podcast. It was many, many, years ago and things have changed. People change every day we change. And because of the COVID challenge, people are now looking at their finances a little differently. And I thought, wow, let's just bring a refresh, a reset, a new look at this and how things have changed with your company and how things have changed with people and their outlook. So that's why I wanted to bring you on. And so Steve's part of this as well. But before we get started, we were just in the green room laughing like crazy because I asked Steve a question. Actually, I made a comment saying that I love the choo-choo train, the train behind him. And so for those of you that are listening, you're going to have to go to YouTube and watch the video. That's just how it goes. You should be doing both. And I said to Steve, I love that train behind you. And what did you tell me? And then I stopped you. And I said, no, I want to share this on the podcast. So what did you tell me? I think it's so exciting. I said, have you ever played Monopoly, Jen? Of course. Well, the Shoreline Railroad, that is my father's. That is- uh, when he started out in college, he had to go. He's 93 years old and he's been in railroads all of his life. And he started out as a Gandhi dancer, which is the guys that knock the spikes in the rail. That's what they're called. It's trivia of the day for you. Why are they called and Gandhi dancers? He, that's where they came because I guess you know they're swinging, they do it in unison because they're three guys. Right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. He got together, the old aspect, and he went through different railroads, and he ended up, uh, the last probably 30 years of his career, was president of American Shortline Railroad Association, which is all the short lines of railroads all over North and South America. 
anything. His shortest railroad was 25 yards long. It went from one building to another in a coal yard, just back. They had an engine <laughs> and a car, which makes the railroad, and anything under about 300 yards, 300 miles in total track length. So they all came together as association for safety and so on. And that's what I grew up in was in the railroad business. And uh, oh uh, I'm living in my 40th house since I was born. So. Oh my gosh. Oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah. And you're in I, Texas now. That is such Texas a cool now. story. I am so excited about that. That is, I mean, I'm truly a fun fact of the day. And what are they called? Candy what? They're called Gandhi Dancers. Gandhi yeah, Dancers. Who wants to be a millionaire? You'll have the answer. <laughs> If I can pronounce it, I was the candy dancing. I don't know, something like that. That's awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that story. I did want you to hold that. Yeah. So, oh, so Dave, let me ask you: Can you beat that? <laughs> Do you have a story you can tell us about you? <laughs> oh golly, there's a lot of stories. I don't think I can beat that. The first one that comes to mind is. I used to have a 1939 Chevy back in high school, and my friend and I were traveling down the road, and, and at that time, Chinese fire drills, they called them. Oh, were yeah. Popular. Oh, yeah. Sunlight moving all the way around. We did a rolling Chinese fire drill because that had running boards, so you could open the door, get out on the running board, climb oh. up over the fenders, around the front, and we just switched driving positions. Oh, so. my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Well, see, that's similar to railroads because they kind of walk on the sides of those, too, occasionally, right, to get there to <laughs> That's so cool. That is really a cool idea. Yeah, we used to do those all the time too. Way to recover, way to come in there, way to do it, Dave. I think that's what All right, so we've had some fun. Let's move into some serious things here. So I know that one of the, and I'm always looking for the right words to use with you guys, which I know is debt elimination. I want to make sure that everyone listening, realtors and loan officers alike and, and entrepreneurs, we're not talking about debt consolidation. We're talking about debt elimination, and there's clearly a difference in that. And doing this in what you guys say is one third to one half the time without restructuring, refinancing, or even changing their lifestyle. So I'm going to take this from the perspective of a loan officer and realtor and saying, so I'm sitting in front of a client, they've got a lot of debt, they're not qualifying, realtors should not be qualifying their clients because they need to have license to do so, but they're not qualified. There's a multitude of reasons, but this specific reason is their debt ratio is too high and we can't figure out another way to eliminate debt or to get them qualified other than to have them buy a sometimes substantially lower house, right? That doesn't fit their needs. So income you, introducing our clients to that. And, and beyond the podcast today, when we go to beyond the podcast, you're going to give some tactics on how to maneuver that discussion for my members, right? For those of you that are not members of Mortgage Lending Mastery, you want to go to mortgagelendingmastery.com and become a member. But beyond the podcast, we're going to be sharing some strategies on how to broach that conversation with the client that you're sitting in front of, whether you're a loan officer or a realtor. But before we do all that, because we'll do that later, let's talk about really what this debt elimination is, because we We've all heard of biweekly mortgages, and we've also heard of debt consolidation. We've also heard of snowballing, right, with Dave Ramsey, the snowball method. Tell us how this is different from all of those, and I'll go ahead and start with you, Dave, if you don't mind. I'm going to have you start with that question. Sure. Well, this is a system that uses banking algorithms. It doesn't change your payments, your amount, or stacking is another way of terming it. it what it does is it works with banking algorithms and the rules of banking so that you avoid some of the charges that people doing it the regular way would have to face. For example, a 30-year mortgage, if there's no other debts involved, can be cut down to 10 years without changing the payments, just changing how and when you pay. And the algorithms in the program figure that all out for you, tell you what to do, and it's an interactive approach 
rather than uh, here's what you do, go figure it out. The program works with you. And yeah. as far as the person who's not qualified for the loan, maybe they have to wait a year or two until the program has accelerated their debt elimination and then they're in a better position. That works really well for investors also because if they take down their debt to loan ratio or loan to income or debt to income ratio, I'm not a mortgage guy, but- <laughs> yeah, Debt to income, DTI, yeah. Yeah, they can get into something else Quicker. Right. I know there's a really cool rhythm to accumulating wealth over time. So thank you for sharing that. Steve, is there anything you wanted to add to that? The biggest change that I've talked to, to a lot of people is it's almost like a paradigm shift, Jen. For so many years, we've followed exactly what the banks and the credit cards and the car dealerships and loans, et cetera, their plan. And they say, it's a 30-year loan. You're going to pay 30 years. It's a student loan. You're going to pay until they drop you to the ground. And no one ever thought that there's mm -hmm. a different option for that. And a lot of the things you mentioned about snowballing and stacking and banking and leverage those are all good programs and good ideas, but none of them put it all together. The biggest change that's happened with the MoneyMax account that we've talked about today, the algorithms have put every strategy together so that it doesn't matter if they have a mortgage or credit cards or student loans or whatever, all that DTI impact is there. But now uh -huh. that strategy is needed for that exact bill on that exact day. Because the other ones, the person just has four bills, a mortgage, student loan, a car, and a visa. Well, the factorial is four times three times two. That means there's 24 different options of who gets paid first, second, third, and fourth. Right. Not counting the tons of options of how much do you give. People just pick numbers out of the sky. Let's send 25 bucks to extra to Visa and let's round up our mortgage from 1295 to 1300. But where'd they come up with that number? The algorithm knows to the, to the penny what it needs to do to keep to get the principal down faster so that your interest is saved, which gets the DTI down quicker so it gives everybody a positive going forward. And it is a shift of thinking. And they have to trust the fact that two plus two is always four. This uses math, everything else uses ideas and puts a lot of pressure on the person to choose who do I pay, how much do I pay, and when do I pay. So it puts, it's not a debt elimination program. I call it my digital financial advisor for the rest of your life because <laughs> it's going to take care of all your money, whether it's mortgage, whether it's debt, et cetera. Kind of blends it all together. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so digital financial advisor. And I know that both of you are financial advisors. Both of you, well, Steve, you've been in the business for 45 years and Dave, you've been in for a little over 30 years. So this isn't just the opposite of get rich quick. This isn't eliminate debt quick. This is a long game. This is a long strategy with this being the first step of saying, how do we get you in a position so you can save for your future so that you can do other investing if that's what you want to do, you know, as far as real estate goes or any other type of investing. Is that correct? Absolutely. Everyone in the world has debt or they know somebody that's in debt. That's kind of how we look at it. And everyone has been doing this all their life. I mean, yeah. since they got their first credit card, they've been in debt, but no one's ever showed them a pathway to do it that they can follow without having to have the pressure of, did I do it correctly? Yeah. So well, we and get... I think, yeah, especially being advised by loan officers, you know, we are not debt eliminators. We're not financial advisors. Many of us, if people take this on, and I've been explaining this on this podcast for years, is to become a certified mortgage planning specialist. It's the same designation as a financial planner, a CFP versus a financial advisor. It's a CFP. It's the same thing in the mortgage and yes, we have extra knowledge around financial mechanisms, but we don't guide people in that. We just see the red flag or the yellow flag or the green flag that says, gosh, we need to introduce them to a financial planner and have them take it from here. So I have a question about understanding the true difference between a biweekly mortgage and how you might pay this. Because one of the issues with biweekly mortgages is you have to find a servicer who is willing to accept payments 
more frequently. So how does that affect how this program works? I'll let either of you take that. Dave, you want to take that? No, I'll, I'll hand off to you on that one, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> the, you know, when you're exactly right, Jen. Some service providers, if you make a payment in the middle of the month, they're going to hold it for two more weeks. Hey, until the second. I'll take that and hold it. <laughs> yes, I'll take it. I'll hold it. I'll make money on it for these two weeks. And when you send your second half in, now you've got a full payment and we'll apply yep. it. But not all service providers do that. And as a realtor and as a mortgage person, working together with somebody to make sure they have the ability to not have any pay, any prepayment penalties, any kind of flexibility built into their program, that's part of the work and the due diligence of bringing in a mortgage that we use mortgage specialists for to find the people that know that the great majority, as we know, of the interest is in the first few years. And the biweekly is fine. Yes, that can knock off six, seven years, et cetera. But if I, can, if I have a choice to pay off my mortgage in... 23 years or pay my mortgage off in 12 years and both of them didn't change my budget at all, which right. one would I choose? Yeah. So we just, ours more is educating people that there are different steps that they've never had available to them before that will apply the principal to the mortgage faster which means basic math, the principal's down, less interest, that's money in your pocket that then allows them to then buy another home faster, to either invest it in other real estate, to be able to expand their business or to save for retirement. Either way, yeah. it's a constant cash flow in the math. Yeah, I love that. And what we know in mortgage lending is that, as you said, it's very front loaded. I have a great graph that shows people how front loaded it is. And every time someone refinances, they re front load it. I call it the accordion loan. You get a 30 year fixed, you pay it down to 26, and then you go get a 30 year fixed, and you pay it down to 24, and then you get a 30 year fixed. Right? Yes. And every time you do that, you're front loading it with interest. And it's not really until year 21 that you start seeing that differential, a year 21 that you have more principal than interest going to your payment. So I love that you're accelerating and just sort of avoiding the whole first amount of years to pay it off right away and really moving people from that front load, just skipping it all together and putting it into the backside and saying, now we're going to have this perform as if it were in the 21st to 30th year, even though we're going to pay it off on the front side. It's like you have a $1,200 mortgage, which you're paying about a hundred bucks towards principal. Yeah. First, probably seven, eight, nine months. Right. If somebody put $700 that first month and they made that payment, their next payment is not payment number 359. Yeah. It's payment 353 because yeah. they've they seven payments ahead. When we do our free analysis with people, the biggest number and nomenclature I share with them is a word called the total interest percentage. Yes. They never share with anybody. Right. They, well, I've got a 3% mortgage. No, you don't really have. Look at that amortization schedule. That $300,000 home costs you $300,000 plus another three hundred fifty dollars on top of it. That's not 3%. That's 115% total interest percentage you're paying. They say, no, 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 no. That's where we help people understand there is a way that the wealthiest people and the smartest people in the world have taken care of their debts faster yeah. by just using math is what they're yeah. doing. Well, and ironically, you know, after Dodd-Frank, when that came out that we, in that settlement statement, the HUD one went away and now we have the CD, the closing disclosure, it now discloses total, 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 total. And people are like, what? And it's just the understanding of how it accumulates over time and instead of APR, I mean, that's important, but people don't really understand annual percentage rate. They understand total cost. So Dave, I want to ask you a question about disposable income because Steve had said, hey, this is just making your normal payment. It's 
cetera. But what if someone is walking into this and your algorithm suggests that let's move payment two into payment 352 and that means that you've got to make an additional payment. So talk to us about uh, someone who would be coming into this. Do they have to have disposable income or is it just an option that it, it helps accelerate it even more? Well, certainly they have to have more income than they have expenses because we don't print money, but even a dollar more than their mandatory monthly expenses will work. Of course, a lot of times people get into the program and they start to play with it and realize, gosh, if I give up two Starbucks a month. <laughs> the latte it, factor. <laughs> it, it's amazing what that does to reducing your overall debt. Most people round up anyway. They're doing some rounding up and it's just falling on deaf ears when you round up just because I have some extra income this month. So I'm just going to go ahead and make that extra payment when the payment's due on a credit card, as opposed mm-hmm. to making that payment two, three times that month, that all still add up to that payment plus a dollar. And to a point that Steve made earlier, people might find that it is not good to round up everything. It might be better to take that sum total and put it somewhere else. But the computer or the program will figure that out out for you and you will pay what you should pay where you should pay it to yeah. accelerate your uh, Yeah, I love this. So how affordable is this program for someone who's in debt? Because I can see this being a great program for someone who has ancillary and has a little bit of debt but just wants to be debt free. And maybe they're approaching a different season in their life. But a lot of first time home buyers or move up buyers, they one of the things that we know before the COVID challenge is that the average car loan was $47,000, the highest it's ever, ever been in the history of our United States. So we have a lot of people that are heavily in debt, maybe in debt even more because they're half job or no job or half household income. So how affordable is this for someone to get into this who feels like they're already squeaking by anyway? Especially I'm talking to realtors and mortgage people. They understand this because most of us sit down at the mortgage closing table. Of course, we fly by the amortization schedule because nobody wants to look at that. (laughs) But at the end of it, you've bought this $300,000 home and they're going to add Add five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten thousand dollars of closing costs to that, and that's giving the bank. You're giving them. You're paying them to give them the opportunity to have a total interest percentage of a hundred to one hundred ten percent. Right. Here, we customize each and every program. It looks at, do they have mortgages? How many mortgages? What other kind of debts do they have? What type of interest? Open, closed, et cetera. It takes all these factors into and customizes a price specifically for each and every person. We never know what it will cost a person until we plug their numbers in. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing because somebody says, well, what do you mean, Steve? I said, well, if I'm going to save you $5,000, I sure wouldn't charge you $5,000. But guess what? If I'm going to save you $50 million, might charge you more than $5,000. That's kind of how it works. Yeah. And a person coming in with very little, when we do their analysis, the program actually rolls whatever the custom price is into their analysis to already show them it's already there. Yeah. So they're already saving, let's say, $2,000, $3,000 a month by doing this. You're going to pay for the program whether you use it or not. Right. And you're going to pay much more. <laughs> much more. <laughs> much we're, more. we're actually having a small closing cost. Yeah to make the interest go down instead of a big closing cost to make the interest go up, which is a mortgage. Okay. I think that that's a really good point too. And I just want to share that with loan officers who may have missed that. And realtors too. Listen, I know with realtors, you know, you get your pre-approval letter and you're looking, oh, your rate's really low and you know, or your rate's too high. Run with it. Let it be because what you don't know is what has been discussed with the loan officer and the client and that's proprietary. You can't share that information with them. And this may be a strategy that says, you know what, we're going to take a higher interest rate and not roll in those closing costs. We're going to do a no cost loan. And because of the strategy that we're going to take on the backside of this to accelerate the payoff. So even though the rate's higher, they're not 
keeping it for 30 years. Nobody does anyway. That's why the AM schedule is so stupid because the very first time you make an extra payment, that AM schedule goes out the window, right? So perhaps taking a higher interest rate to do a no cost loan so you can defer the cost that you would have rolled in and maybe defer that in another avenue to get into this program. Is the program, is it one fee to get in the program or is it a monthly subscription to be in this program? How does that work? There's just uh, one payment and then there's a lifetime benefit. I mean, the program you use for the rest of your life. So once your debt is paid off, and Steve talked about that also, you can use the program as a planning tool for all your financial endeavors. And for example, you might find out that, gosh, I really want to buy this boat. And so you plug the numbers in and it'll show you what happens to your um, schedule. But you can also do a what if and just maybe you delay that boat for two years. And in the interim, you find out you pay twice the amount of the for the boat if you put it in now. And maybe you just pay the price of the boat if you put it off to later. So it, it's a yeah. tool for planning as much as it is for uh, eliminating debt. Yeah. And I totally get that because I've shared with my clients before is that I've always had a car payment and yet I've never had a car payment. I yes. pay myself every month. So let's say that accumulates to $10,000. I obviously have a car that's depreciated, but has some value. Trade that in, sell it, take the cash from that, combine it with the 10,000 and go pay cash for a new used car. Yes. And so now that car is free and clear and I continue to make monthly payments to myself. Absolutely. I think we all agree that the average American spends money they don't have for things they don't really need to impress people they don't even know. That's how we get in debt. Yeah. And, and when the realtors meet with somebody and that DTI is so off, they just need someone to show them some simple things they can do. Because when we first opened this in 2004, they had 400 mortgage clients of theirs who were the founders were mortgage people first, brought 400 of their clients in to purchase the program did a two-year beta test. At the yeah. end of it, they had their month and year, they'd be debt-free. They were all about 20% ahead of that date because they started learning about money more. They started yeah. becoming a little more understand that $25, like you said, $25 paid to myself is better than $25 going to Whataburger as it's going out there. Right, right. Okay. So I have a couple of more questions for you and mm -hmm. I'm trying to think, of, I'm going to go ahead and ask this question and I'll think of the word. Uh, there we go. So a little tidbit here, little side note, little squirrel thing. Someone had just recently said to me, because I'm going to be 57 in a couple of months. And I said, I just can't remember everything. They said, don't do that. Just say, it'll come to me. It'll come to me. Instead of, I can't remember, it'll come to me. And I'll tell you, I've been applying it for the last three or four weeks and oh my gosh, the words come to me. So I just want to share that with you. That's what I was experiencing at this very moment <laughs> that we were talking about. I want to ask you about this too. Do you have a family plan for this? Do you have a plan for a family to do this where you have a parent and some young kids or maybe some older millennials or maybe even some Gen Xers who have gone into a ton of debt that they could come in together and learn this process together that you know they can gift one another this opportunity? I have so many parents and grandparents that have given this as wedding presents yeah, yeah. and as college graduation presents mm -hmm. because to start our young people, the 18 to 30 year olds, to have them have a tool because some of them are coming out of college with 30, 40, 50, $100,000 a student loan, which they yeah. thought was a scholarship. Now they're yeah. financed alone. They didn't know they had to make payments. <laughs> They didn't know how to make payments. They just, oh, it's just it gave me money. We have so many families that are doing that. And some of them do it together. One of the things that Dave mentioned about the many benefits, the, I think one of the huge benefits that are available with the program is when you first begin, the first thing we do is schedule you for a professional financial coaching session. It's an hour and a half session that customizes your program 
to your financial snapshot, but you can have as many of those hour and a half sessions as you want the rest of your life absolutely free. There's no fees, there's no maintenance or nothing because we want people to know how things happen. So if something changes in their life, they can just make a call, have a session. I got a bonus. We sold the house, the roof blew off, et cetera. We don't know what to do with the money. Right. And they can have the coach show them how to do it, have the biggest impact with the dollars. So yes, huge family aspects of this because we're trying to get across America to help everybody learn about debt, understand debt and manage money better. Yeah. Okay. So this will take me to my next question. I want to talk about hyperinflation. And this is a topic that a lot of people want to just pretend like it doesn't exist. (laughs) I believe, and you guys can disagree with me, but I believe that we are approaching a hyperinflation environment. And part of that is that many of us have seen lately when you go to the grocery store, there's a sign when you're doing your own checkout kiosk that says debit cards only, no cash, debit and credit only, no cash because we're starting to be short on coins. I don't know where they went. They're somewhere because no one throws them away. They're somewhere. But we're having a shortage of coins. And my understanding is that the Mint is talking about not creating any more pennies and nickels and dimes and things like that. There's also some talk in the stock market with my son's an options trader. And so he briefs me on a lot of things and he's part of Inc. 500. And so he knows what he's talking about, but there's now discussion about not printing dollar bills and $5 bills. And so to give everyone context of this, because I know you two know what it means, but for those that are listening, for loan officers and realtors that don't know about this, so if you went to a garage sale and something was a dollar fifty and you didn't have the exact change because we're losing these coins, they would say to you, "Hey, it's going to cost two dollars," and that's inflation. So now that little item just inflated. So imagine what it happens when you you're talking about five dollar bills, something that costs a dollar fifty, and you have to give a ten dollar bill because there's no one or five dollar bills. I haven't calculated that, but that's like 3,600% inflation, right? And so we're looking at a period of hyperinflation due to this shortage that we're having, but I don't really know any other circumstances around it, but it is concerning for me. So if you believe in this, how does hyperinflation play in this program that you're offering for people to take advantage of immediately? I'm thinking about a balance on bank statement or not a bank statement, but a credit card statement that says you owe blah, 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 0.22 cents. And sorry, but you're going to have to pay us to the rounded up dollar period. So tell us what your thoughts might be on hyperinflation, how it fits in this. Food for thought for sure. Inflation, I think, well, actually I was just studying on this last night and actually deflation has indicators as strong as inflation right now. And it's kind of up in the air what really will happen. Yeah, I mean, where are we going? We didn't mention was the debt that has just soared with this COVID and it soared with the 08 crash. That has to put pressure on inflation also. But so far, the quantitative easing, you know, the printing money hasn't increased the core inflation really. But it's kind of like you wonder if a freight train's coming. You just haven't seen it come around the bend yet, speaking of trains. But how long will that take to happen? We're we're in such a great area right now that on a typical mortgage, I mean, if you're back in the Midwest where I'm from, you're still throwing away a thousand or more per month on interest, just gone. How many months do you want to throw away $1,000? Out here in California, you're throwing away two, $3,000 a month. How many months do you want to do that? So yeah. putting it off because you think something might happen might not be the best financial decision. And it, that depends on really the mindset and understanding of the client. The whole aspect of inflation in everything is going on. I and mean, we saw it back in 2008 with the mortgage when everything was, you know, people right. getting refinanced on a $200,000 home and they're getting $500,000 refinance. And it just started that nasty snowball that was going on with that aspect. And the same thing's happening in lots of businesses today. We see, look what happened to the dot com. Somebody starts something, all of a sudden, 
throws on the stock market and it's valued at $800 million and they don't even have a product yet. Right. It just, well, it's, same you know, as it's Bitcoin. vaporware. Yeah, Bitcoin, same thing. Same, yeah. Yeah, Bitcoin, yeah. you know, crypto coins, the whole aspect of that. Silver has almost doubled in the last just about a month and a half. You know, gold has gone. This aspect of the movement of money. I taught foreign exchange trading around the world for a long, long time. The banks and the people and the biggest aspect is realizing that money moves every second. One little thing happens in the world and it goes 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Doesn't yeah. shut down like five o'clock like a bank. So this hyperinflation is impacting every aspect of business, solid goods, metals, and money and property. And we'll it's gonna be a, a domino effect, how it's gonna impact us. There's always been some governors, as I call it, governor, like on a, a car that kind of pulls things back from getting too far out of speed and we can't yeah. catch it. That's what I can't I feel is gonna happen in the economy. It'll get there, the economy does something to just kind of bring us back into line so it doesn't get out of our reach. And we lose everything. But I agree with you, Jen. It is an impact and we see it every day. But this program, it doesn't matter what the numbers are because we're working with just math. So right. whatever the numbers are, it's still going to mathematically bring it down, whatever it is, which is, that's what's exciting about it. Yeah. Even if your rate goes up while you're in the middle of something Absolutely. with the hyperinflation, that's what I guess I'm most concerned, <laughs> concerned about. Okay. So let's just kind of bring this back to square as we kind of wind down here is okay. that someone is interested in this for themselves personally, or they have a client, which we're going to talk about how to broach that discussion with the client in the beyond the podcast here in a few minutes. But if someone has some interest in this, or perhaps has a client that might have interest in that, I know that you have a video. I will put that link in the episode notes here, but a video that kind of walks them through how this works, which I absolutely love because I love how it shows Mr. and Mrs. Smith buying a bunch of properties over a long period of time. And I think yes. that's really great for realtors because and loan officers too, but now that's extra money in your pocket to be able to dedicate to paying off your debt. So if anything, saying, hey, the algorithm said that this is how much this thing's going to cost me. Maybe I can learn from it how to pay for it through closing more deals and being able to get more people into properties so that I can use this to pay off my own debt and then later increase my wealth in whatever manner that they want. So I love this video. Um, so we'll put that, that in there. Is there anything else that you guys want to talk about regarding that video? Because I know I've seen it. I know what it says, but is there something that you think is powerful in that video to, for those that are listening to, really want to go there and watch that video and see what this is all about. For those that have a goal of conquering debt, I tell them that everything you've tried, budget, spreadsheets, Microsoft, money, et cetera, Quicken, all those programs tell you where you are today and where you were behind in the past. This is the only program that will actually do that, but also tell you where you are today and where you will be in the future. I can actually form decision of everything going forward, which I can't do when I'm just trying to figure out a monthly payment of something. That's number one. On the realtor side, mortgage side, loan officers, this is a program that gives you another arrow in your quiver that allows you to service the people that look to you as a trusted advisor, to give them something to research and look at. And they can have an absolutely free analysis to see if they even qualify or if it helps them. And if it does, it's going to help all three, the loan officer, the mortgage person, the realtor to provide a better program or service to them. And it's going to help the client be better prepared for that program. So both sides, those of you that are looking to get out of debt, we can actually hook that with a brand absolutely free analysis for the, in the second half of this, we're going to give you some really unique details of how this can impact your business for those of you that are realtors, loan officers, and mortgage professionals. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. You know what I wrote down? I wrote down it, it for me, it's a financial gap map. It's a financial yes. gap map because the definition of a gap this is. GPS. where you are today versus where you want to be and what's the gap in between. And so I see it as a financial gap map 
up. And again, this is a quill in your hat of being able to differentiate yourself, being able to provide a client, a unique client experience that on the backside of COVID, it's going to be very competitive in this space. There are people that are not going to make it. And hopefully everyone who's listening to this podcast has learned from me from years and years and years on how to have that sustainability in the industry. And this, again, is another thing for you to be able to give to them so that you can make more money so they can be more satisfied, have that experience, and then refer you to their friends as well. And so thank you for bringing up that the analysis is completely complimentary, no obligation, no one's going to pressure you. If you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it, that's fine. But you also have a free ebook. So tell us about the ebook. Uh, Dave, you want to tell us about the ebook? It's uh, entitled Convert Your Debt to Wealth. And it goes through the process, like we've been talking about, of how reducing your debt now uh, leaves you freedom to increase your wealth later. The more you have to play in the game, the more you can prosper. And the book just kind of steps through the Money Max account and then the impact on your overall wealth generation. Yeah, I love that. What just occurred to me is, listen, and just the two of you know, this podcast is all about taking action and we don't just learn and we don't just do Netflix. I'm going to say, hey, here's what you should do. <laughs> the first thing that just occurred to me is how cool would this be if you're a loan officer to have a seminar, webinar, bring one of these gentlemen into that webinar and teach this to your realtors, right? Teach this to your realtors in a webinar. If you're a real estate agent, bring your clients in and teach mm -hmm. your clients, even your existing client in let me preface this. I call them alumni clients, not past clients, because alumni always come back to the school. So we want them to come back to us, right? So we want them to go to our alumni client and say, here's something I just want to offer you the opportunity to see, because I know that we're all sitting in our homes still. We're still not quite out there fully. And this might be something that could work for you. And I want to give you something on a silver platter of, you know, that helps change your life. What a great opportunity for you to create a webinar like that. And loan officers and realtors together, you together you could do this for both of your sets of clients. So I just want to share that with you as another way that you could utilize this tool to grow your business. And you know me, I'm always thinking of different angles to make more money to yeah. grow our practices. So thank you so much for that beautiful gift that you've given. So I want to make sure everyone goes to your website and clicks on that and gets that as well. If someone wants to reach out to you to do a webinar, a seminar, to work with you directly, what is the best way for them to reach both of you? I think we could put up on a screen here some contact information. And Steve, how about you? What is the best way for someone to reach you? My email address is steve at sterlingprofessionalgroup.com. Dave, why don't you give them your email address? It's uh, dave at yourmoneymultipliers.com. I love that. I have a course called Momentum Multiplier. And if you <laughs> If you want to contact one of us, please just mention Jen is the source uh, of that contact. And um, so we know where that yeah, comes where from. Where your efforts are coming from. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. You definitely want to do that. So, Absolutely. and I'm sure that you both can be found on LinkedIn and you can be found on Facebook and all that good stuff too. I just want to say thank you so much for both of you coming here today and spending time on our show. And for those of you that are members of Mortgage Lending Mastery, stay tuned because you'll be able to, we're going to go ahead and go on to record the Beyond the Podcast and and you will find that in our members directory. And what we're going to talk about there is maybe some scripting. How do we broach this conversation with people so that we don't feel like we're pushing some kind of product on them, but providing them a great service. So I want to say thank you to both of you for being here today. And thanks to everybody for listening as usual. I really appreciate it. And I just continue to ask you to please give us a rating. Please give us a five-star rating if you would. And also 
give us a review. I want to see more reviews if at all possible. I'm always asking for more reviews to keep that chain going. And, you know, I hope that this has made an impact in your life today. And it's something that you could use for yourself. So we'll catch you next time on Mortgage Lending Mastery. Hey everyone, it's Jen. Wanted to let you know that we are holding a virtual summit Thursday and Friday, November 12th and 13th. And it's called Who Moved My Business? So if you've ever read the book, Who Moved My Cheese? We're taking a little spin on that and talking about how to position yourself best for 2021, given the fact that we are still going to be in COVID. And more importantly, things are not going to go back to normal. They are going to be like this in, for the future because everyone has realized how valuable it is to be able to do virtual events. So I wanted to let you know that we are having that event and we will have the link in the show notes so you can go right to the event. It's a free event. It's complimentary. Would love to have you join us for two days as we talk about everything and anything to help your business grow in 2021 by talking about who moved my business. What are you going to do? Are you going to sit back or are you going to plan for the future? Because the future is a series of nows. What you're doing right now affects your future. So come on over and join us. Spend two days with us and learn as much as you possibly can to get yourself a great launch and jumpstart into 2021. So I can't wait to see you there. Thanks for listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. Be sure to subscribe to hear more sales tips, ideas, strategies, and tactics to help you with your personal and professional growth to multiply your results in record time. And if you like what we're doing, don't forget to give us a rating and review so we can continue to bring you the best content possible. Wanting more beyond the podcast? Join our Mortgage Lending Mastery membership community where you will find extended interviews with our favorite guests, weekly training, tips, and insider secrets, fireside chats with Jen, free content, meet, share, and collaborate with other members, and so much more. Click the link in the show notes to learn more about this exclusive content. Mortgage Lending Mastery is an industry syndicate charter podcast. Industry Syndicate is the first podcast network specifically for the mortgage and real estate industries. Get the Industry Syndicate app in the App Store or Google Play today.